Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey guys, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. I am here with Chelsea, and today we are continuing into Joshua into the land allotment section. Very exciting. I know a lot of you have been saying to yourselves, we cannot wait until they get to the land allotment passages of Joshua. (laughs) Good news for you, we're here. (laughs) Um, So this is one of those days where I I listen to the reading, and I I just actually don't notice a whole lot. I don't don't know that there's a lot of... um, things that really stuck out as um, profound or anything, that obviously this is very profound to the original audience because they're finding out where they live, where they're allowed to expand, mm-hmm. um, the history of their ancestors. Um, but to us, it, it feels like a passage with a lot of weird names. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there are a lot of weird names. So what did you notice, Chelsea? Well, I think that stuck out to me the most. Yeah. The only thing that stuck out to me was – a couple of these passages, when you're done reading them, it says, but they did not drive the people out of the land, or they did not destroy them all. Um, things like that. Like, they are not obeying the Lord in that they are supposed to either kill the people living in Canaan or drive them out. And, as we'll see, that's not good. <laughs> They're going to pay for that later on. Mm-hmm. And those people are going to entice them to worship other gods, which is, like, the number one thing that God hates. It is interesting because driving the people out and conquering the people is God's way of showing judgment or God's God's way of seeking justice towards these people. They've Mm -hmm. been living in the land for hundreds of years. Um, We know that um, he's, he has said that they're continuing in sin and Mm -hmm. this is the way that he's choosing to judge them. So by not doing what God has asked, they're again, not holding to that covenant. Right. So their their blessing is going to be in danger again. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, they, they end up staying there. They end up uh, marrying them. They end up worshiping their gods. Like, it's not a great thing. Yeah. It's a short reading today, but I think it's important to kind of catch those little things of just like, okay, now we're getting a glimpse of what's to come that they're going to be struggling with um, false gods and marrying the people in this land. Um so yeah, I think it's important no matter what it is. Now, for those of you that are like, man, I hope this is not the last day of land allotment passages. I'm very into geography. Good news. <laughs> we're still doing it tomorrow. Yeah. So if you want to keep hearing us stumble over names that sound like we're just producing sounds out of our mouth, <laughs> it's really fun. I don't know what Chelsea's talking about. I think we're doing a great job. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow for Bye. more geography. Bye. Joshua 15, beginning in verse 20. This was the homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Judah. The towns of Judah situated along the borders of Edom in the extreme south were Kabziel, Eder, Jagger, Kina, Dimina, Abada, Kadesh, Hazar, Ithnan, Zith, Telem, Bealoth, Hazar, Hadada, Kiriath, Hezron, that is Hazor, Amam, Shema, Molada, Hazar, Gada, Heshman, Beth Palette, Hazar Shual, Beersheba, Bizothai, Bela, Elam, Ezem, Eltalad, Kizel, Horma, Ziklag, Madmana, Sansana, Leboeth, Shulham, Ain, and Ramon, 29 towns with their surrounding villages.
The following towns situated in the western foothills were also given to Judah. Eshtel, Zorah, Ashna, Zenoa, Enganim, Tapua, Enam, Jarmuth, Adullam, Soko, Azekah, Sharaim, Adathim, Gedera, Gedertham. Fourteen towns with their surrounding villages. Also included were Zanan, Hadashah, Migdalgad, Dillian, Mizpah, Jokthiel, Akish, Bazka, Eglin, Kaban, Lamam, Kitlish, Gedarath, Beth Dagon, Nema, and Makeda, 16 towns with their surrounding villages. Besides these, there were Libna, Ether, Esham, Ifta, Ashna, Nazib, Kela, Exib, and Marisha, nine towns with their surrounding villages. The territory of the tribe of Judah also included Ekron and its surrounding settlements and villages. From Ekron, the boundary extended west and included the towns near Ashdod with their surrounding villages. It also included Ashdod with its surrounding settlements and villages and Gaza with its surrounding settlements and villages, as far as the brook of Egypt and along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. Judah also received the following towns in the hill country. Shamir, Jatir, Soko, Dana, Kirathasana, that is Debir, Anab, Eshtemo, Anim, Goshen, Holon, and Gilo, eleven towns with their surrounding villages. Also included were the towns of Arab, Duma, Eshen, Janim, Beth Tapua, Afaka, Hamta, Girtha Arba, that is Hebron, and Zior, nine towns with their surrounding villages. Besides these, there were Maon, Carmel, Ziph, Judda, Jezreel, Jokdian, Zenoa, Cain, Gibeah, and Timnah, ten towns with their surrounding villages. In addition, there were Halhul, Bethzer, Gadir, Mara, Bethanath, and the Eltekin, six towns with their surrounding villages. There were also Kiriath Baal, that is Kiriath Jerem, and Rabbah, two towns with their surrounding villages. In the wilderness, there were the towns of Beth Arabah, Midden, Sekaka, Nibshan, the city of Salt, and En-Gedi, six towns with their surrounding villages. But the tribe of Judah could not drive out the Jebusites who lived in the city of Jerusalem, so the Jebusites live there among the people of Judah to this day. The Inheritance of Ephraim and West Manasseh The allotment for the descendants of Joseph extended from the Jordan River near Jericho, east of the springs of Jericho, through the wilderness and into the hill country of Bethel. From Bethel, that is Luz, it ran over to Adarath, in the territory of the Archites, then it descended westward to the territory of the Jephthites, as far as lower Beth Horon, then to Gezir, and over to the Mediterranean Sea. This was the homeland allocated to the families of Joseph's sons Manasseh and Ephraim. The following territories was given to the to the clans of the tribe of Ephraim. The boundary of their homeland began at Adarath Adar in the east. From there, it ran to Upper Beth Horon, then onto the Mediterranean Sea. From Mikmathah on the north, the boundary curved eastward toward Tanath Shiloh to the east of Genoa. From Genoa, it turned southward to Adarath and Nera, touched Jericho, and ended at the Jordan River. From Tapua, the boundary extended westward following the Kana Ravine to the Mediterranean Sea. This is the homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Ephraim. In addition, some towns with their surrounding villages in the territory allocated to the half-tribe of Manasseh were set aside for the tribe of Ephraim. They did not drive the Canaanites out of Gezir, however, so the people of Gezir live as slaves among the people of Ephraim to this day. The next allotment of land was given to the half-tribe of Manasseh, the descendants of Joseph's older son, Machir, the firstborn son of Manasseh, was the father of Gilead because of his descendants' 
where experienced soldiers, the regions of Gilead and Bashan on the east side of the Jordan had already been given to them. So the allotment on the west side of the Jordan was for the remaining families within the clans of the tribe of Manasseh, Abazir, Helek, Azrael, Shechem, Hefer, and Shemidah. These clans represent the male descendants of Manasseh, son of Joseph. However, Zolophahad, a descendant of Hefer, son of Gilead, son of Machir, son of Manasseh, had no sons. He only had daughters, whose names were Mala, Noah, Hagla, Milcah, and Tirzah. These women came to Eleazar, the priest. Joshua, son of Nun, and the Israelite leaders said, The Lord commanded Moses to give us a grant of land along with the men of our tribe. So Joshua gave them a grant of land along with their uncles, as the Lord had commanded. As a result, Manasseh's total allocation came to 10 parcels of land in addition to the land of Gilead and Bashan across the Jordan River. Because the female descendants of Manasseh received a grant of land along with the male descendants, the land of Gilead was given to the rest of the male descendants of Manasseh. The boundary of the tribe of Manasseh extended from the border of Asher to Michmethah near Shechem. Then the boundary went south from Michmethah to the settlement near the spring of Tapua. The land surrounding Tapua belonged to Manasseh, but the town of Tapua itself on the border of Manasseh's territory belonged to the tribe of Ephraim. From the spring of Tapua, the boundary of Manasseh followed the Kana Ravine to the Mediterranean Sea. Several towns south of the ravine were inside Manasseh's territory, but they actually belonged to the tribe of Ephraim. In general, however, the land south of the ravine belonged to Ephraim, and the land north of the ravine belonged to Manasseh. Manasseh's boundary ran along the northern side of the ravine and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. North of Manasseh was the territory of Asher, and to the east was the territory of Issachar. The following towns within the territory of Issachar and Asher, however, were given to Manasseh, Bethshan, Ibliam, Dor, that is Nafath, Dor, Endor, Tanakh, and Megiddo, each with their surrounding settlements. But the descendants of Manasseh were unable to occupy these towns because the Canaanites were determined to stay in that region. Later, however, when the Israelites became strong enough, they forced the Canaanites to work as slaves, but they did not drive them out of the land." The descendants of Joseph came to Joshua and said, Why have you given us only one portion of land as our homeland when the Lord has blessed us with so many people? Joshua replied, If there are so many of you, and if the hill country of Ephraim is not large enough for you, clear out land for yourselves in the forest where the Perizzites and Raphites live. The descendants of Joseph responded, It's true that the hill country is not large enough for us. But all the Canaanites in the lowlands have iron chariots, both those in Bethshan and its surrounding settlements, and those in the valley of Jezreel. They are too strong for us. Then Joshua said to the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh, the descendants of Joseph, since you are so large and strong, you will be given more, one, more than one portion. The forests of the hill country will be yours as well. Clear as much of the land as you like and take possession of its farthest corners, and you will drive out the Canaanites from the valleys too, even though they are strong and have iron chariots. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, it means a lot to us, even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, if you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, we would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, you can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcast at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you, and if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.